Good evening, good evening, y'all. Welcome to my last voice. It's Friday of a short week. Oh, my God. I think this was the longest, shortest week I have had in a long time since last year. Let's say that. Um. So, tonight, I want to talk about, like, really, <clears throat> we was in, um, I guess, overflow. So, um, we were in prayer on Wednesday at church, and Lord knows, it was so good, so awesome. You know me, I love my church, New Jerusalem Family Church, always getting a shout out. So, um, you know, we was in prayer, and some of the things that, you know, our co-pastor was praying about, I had, you know, talked about some of that in my morning prayer to God, because I'm just like, oh my God, some got to give, Lord. Some got to give. And not for myself, just looking at the community that I live in and just understanding, like y'all know, I like understanding what motivates people to move. Like, like I talked about Hannah and Panana, like what drove her to the temple like that? I know she went because, you know, God, you know, that was their thing to give um, sacrifices to God. And they did this on a yearly basis. And she was getting double. But, you know, just talk about that that difference in that overflow. Like, what is driving our community and our people to do the things that they do? And the compassion and the lack of for those in, in need. Or I know we can't change people's circumstances because the Bible said we're going to have the poor with us always. However, there is sometimes that, you you know, you need a compassion and I know that God said he died and carried the government on his shoulders. Jesus did. And but people are so tapped in into the government and into the um, things of this world that it is so. It is it, not baffling because it's they said the Bible said thinking that's strange. And it, it, I just didn't think I would see it growing up. But the way I grew up. The way the way we grew up, the way I grew up with my grandma was home. Although she had a job, she was home with us. We caught the bus to her house. We learned her phone number. We learned how to tell time on the clock. Um, she we learned how to write in cursive. Dinner was there when my granddaddy came home. My, these are my great grandparents. Like this is an experience that I had growing up, drinking out of water fountain, going outside saying, "You better not let that scream door slam." Um, acting like we smoking leaves and just playing until we was dirty at the nine o'clock bomb. Like that was what was that 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 care and that amount of love, although we didn't have what other people had and you know, we didn't know we were poor because we were so richly loved. Now the choices that I made outside of that and the bad decisions I made outside of that was not because I did not know right from wrong. That was because I was so scarred and looking for other things to fulfill the void. And like I said, even with Hannah, her husband could not fill the void that she wanted. That was the that was um the hand of God. And Lord knows, I just I just sit back and I think and I think and I love when I have my moments to myself and that I can do these because it's so many things that I see and that I understand from a, not from, a, I don't even want to say all the time from a spiritual standpoint, but just being realistic. 
and letting your mind see what it really is. Let your eyes come open to what is going on in this world and how can we help one another. Because so many people feel isolated and alone and they don't have the foundational um, experience that we have with us having our grandparents. Every time I get up here to do a recording, y'all, it's going to sound a little funny because I'm going to have to kind of put it together. But like I was saying, my phone always ringing. You never get a private moment by yourself. But that's for a whole nother story. I know they worried that I'm out, but I need a minute. I just need a minute to talk about the things that I'm talking about. But like I said, sometimes the parents just go blip the blur sometimes. Y'all, y'all, you blip the blur is old saying for just out of pocket, sideways, leaving grandparents to raise children for whatever reason. However, for substance abuse, mental health, all of these things are real um, molestation because we don't deal with the inward parts that has a outward, it has an outward uh, reaction. We act according to how we feel if our inward parts are so we can't verbalize or take it here what goes on in this house stays in this house anybody who knows anything knows what we're talking about you don't tell your business you don't express that that things are happening this is very um was very um popular in our black culture. It's still very popular. You know, culturally, what goes on in our house stays in our house because we are so private and so uh, having a, like, we don't even have a standard no more because that went out the window with, with all this stuff going on. That's another sad topic as well. But the, the, I just think that the era that I grew up in had such a significance to the person I am and I'm so glad that that stuff that what I learned and the stuff that's in me good stuff bad stuff whatever has kind of um has rolled down on my children and they have become a product of what I was and what I am and what I'm yet becoming because we need to make family more popular make talking more popular make that that connection more popular i get along better with my adult children that they no longer live with me however i just have this thing about what is driving people what is your purpose i heard one of my staff members say um her children are her purpose they were my purpose from working at wendy's on uh, the fish market. I ain't never told nobody I worked at the fish market. Yes, Miss D scaled fish at the fish market. Feet wet every day. However, I learned how my, my daddy had already showed me how to clean fish. So I know how to clean fish. So you know, like the, the craziest things that I have done to survive, to make to make a dollar, to get a hustle going on. I lie to y'all that. One, one year, we used to have these um, Douglas Park um, baseball games. Very popular before all the shoot-em-up bang-bang kids came into picture. But 
we they played on Sundays. That was the spot. Like we would go to Douglas Park Field. Everybody popped out there. They put on the good doodads, as my daddy said, your happy clothes. And you go out there, see who you could see. But listen, I didn't have a job. This was what was driving me. I had to make sure that my children had what they needed to get. I had to pay my rent. So whatever substances I had, I used it to benefit me. I went to the store. I bought me some chicken, some fish, had me a propane thing. I couldn't even drive, y'all. I didn't get my driver's license until I was 25. But this is what was driving me. I had a girlfriend who had a car who let me put my, my fish, my coolers, my waters, everything in her car with my propane and my oil. And guess what? Hot fish and chicken sandwiches to order on Douglas Park Field. See, that's the stuff that drove me. The stuff would drive me is when I lived in Jeff Wilson and I had to make a quick dollar real quick. And I knew I knew how to fry chicken and french fries. And them boys be out there uh, smoking that weed and stuff. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say it. You, everybody got a pass. Got to be delivered from something. Big Donisha, what you cooking? $5 a plate. Listen, I had to make it do what it do. So that's why it puzzles me to see these girls that get all these food stamps, Medicaid, this, this, that, and the third, and they said, there, listen, I was trying to buy an empire on subsidies, but I, I always had a hustle mentality because I guess the goods was in me to go get it because I knew I didn't want to be hungry. I knew I didn't want nobody to come get my stuff. I had friends running soon coming back to get our stuff. So I'm trying to figure out what is driving these young people you go smoke weed all day, pop pills, and lead their children to the wolves. What's what's the driving that? If you know better, you do better. And Lord knows, my four cents may not equal up to nothing. But just the I cannot forget to remember who I am. I was fighting to prove something, but I, I, the proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the pudding. Like Bill Cosby used to say, and that, that's for a lack of love. Hey, Bill Cosby was Bill Cosby. Listen, the jello pudding pot, the proof is in the pudding, baby. Nobody, this, this didn't shake or bake. This come with process, evolution, and I ain't talking about Darwin. And coming up with ideas and see how it works. And having that business mindset to go do what it need to do for you and your family. So Hannah went there because she saw the family she wanted, but didn't know she was going to get the greater of, of the two. Because she got a son that was the gap between judge and king, a prophet. That represents everything Jesus said from judge, prophet, and king. Lord, have mercy. And I'm so glad that he drives me and helped me understand the, the more I read, the more I spend time, the more I understand that when they say silver and gold, I can, silver and gold, I have none but the gift of God I can give you. I can tell you about Christ all day long. I'm not a millionaire. I'm not a millionaire. I, I, I you know, we, I do all right. I'm happy, you know. The bill collectors ain't on my, on my tail no more like they used to. We'll talk about that too. But what I'm I'm saying is, what is your drive? 
get what what is your purpose for getting up in the morning Hannah's purpose was she was getting up because she had to go to the temple to tell god that she was empty she was burned she was her she was destitute from a pregnancy standpoint but what i saw was she was destitute in a world that she was comparing herself even though she had the love that she desired and her husband came to her and said I, I don't I love you more than 10 sons that lady had anxiety depression she was comparing she had to prove herself she was in a destitute space we gotta evaluate these things she let this barren dry spot drive her to the one thing she knew could make it happen God I pray that our community see what it is because God is the answer. He is the answer for our children, for our household, for our loved ones, for our family. He is. He will always be. And that's my last four cents. Y'all stay up because I, I just, community is everything. And if you don't trash in trash out if you don't be a part of the problem part of the solution you're definitely a part of the problem and that's my last four cents y'all have a good night